Welcome, welcome to episode three of Seaside Book Club Discussions. Everyone is a critic, including me. Why? Because we take in a whole lot of media every day, whether we want to or not, whenever we open our phones and go on social media. You know what? No one opens their phones anymore. I don't have a flip phone. I have an iPhone like a lot of other people. So, you know, what? get on my phone, unlock it, you know. And um, one of the... Uh, shows that I saw recently kind of got into because I had nothing else going on was insatiable I know it's old I saw a lot of media backlash on it like I think last year it's like another season that is uh on now I haven't gotten to it yet but this is just my blurb it has uh nothing to do with the book I don't know if insatiable was ever a book but um it's media that I took in and I have a few thoughts on that that I definitely wanted to wanted to discuss. I think that Insatiable missed the mark on so many levels. Like when I first saw it, I was excited. You know, I'm a person who has been yo-yo dieting and having, you know, a lot of successes and drawbacks as far as weight loss uh, goes. I lost 115 pounds at one point earlier in the year, gained about 40 of that back because I do, um, I do get emotional and I will emotionally overeat at times. And it's something that it has taken me a long time to, um, to talk about a long time to call it what it was, you know, and I'm working on that, but either which way, I'm a big fan of you know, fat fashion, plus size fashion. I enjoy shows like uh, Shrill. That's really good. I enjoyed books like Dumplin', you know. So that's something that I really enjoyed because these were plus size characters living their lives and uh, just having really great moments of self-discovery, self-acceptance, you know. And I thought that Insatiable was going to be it. There's a really great actress that was on the Disney Channel, you know, and she was doing her thing. And I thought that it was going to be one of those great coming-of-age stories and that there would be some wonderful self-acceptance. Like, I will say, there are a lot of moments that I've seen within the show in which she goes back to fat thinking, feeling like there's always that fat person inside of her, although she lost the weight. But all the over-promiscuity, like, I want to like the show. I sat through, I think, about 10 episodes on that first season. And, you know, I know it's going to be, have quirky, like, funny moments. I know there's going to be moments where uh, the characters do dumb things. And there's going to be a lot of cheap jokes that happen. Simply because of the fact that you want the viewers to laugh and enjoy themselves. But... I just feel like people who are plus size, people who need that representation, who look forward to seeing that diversity within the media, I feel we're sorely let down. Me as a member of that community, regardless of what weight I am, I was also let down. Yeah, she lost the weight. She'll binge sometimes. But, you know, she's out here doing some wild stuff on the uh, beauty pageant circuit one of the other things that really really made me upset like her pageant coach i was like oh there's a straight man who 
does or enjoys some effeminate things, but he's straight. He has a wife and he loves her very much and I don't doubt that. So toward the end of the season in which he realized that he may be gay or bisexual, I was like, no, why did you make him so cliche? There, I, I would like to believe that there are men like that who just enjoy maybe dressing women, who enjoy pageantry and who lead very successful lives and who uh, are comfortable in their sexuality and you know when he came out or there was that moment with that kiss with that male friend of his arch nemesis i was disappointed like why are you doing this why are the cliches coming out to play why is there no you know why why did you shoot down my diversity I loved it. I wanted it. Like, I love the show Atypical. You know what kind of shows I like by the time, or you will know rather, all the shows I like by the time this this blurb is over. Like, I am just ranting at this point after having watched that episode and seeing, you know, that now he may be bisexual. He's struggling with feelings. And I'm like, couldn't he just have been a guy who liked doing the pageant things and knew about fashion? Like, I don't care if I get backlash for it. I mean, come on. I feel like there are people like that. I feel like there's... It doesn't have to be either black and white. There's so many shades of gray in between. We're not getting into 50 shades of gray. I will never... You know what? I may cover it at some point. I may. I may. (laughs) Either which way, that is my word. Insatiable. You let me down. I thought I was going to see... I think the actress's name is Debbie. I don't remember her last name. But when I saw her, she was fat in the first episode and that lasted maybe 10 minutes of the episode before she she had her mouth wired shut and couldn't eat so she got skinny or, or hot. So it's like we only saw Fat Patty or Fatty Patty in the first 10 minutes of the show. And I mean, I guess Insatiable wasn't necessarily her lust for food, but now she has like a lust for drama. Uh, revenge she's an angry person there was so many shenanigans and it's everyone's choice on what kind of show they want to produce but I feel like when plus-size people see another plus-size person or someone who's made up to look like one on a show and it's named something provocative like insatiable we get out there to see it we want to support it we want to see ourselves in these characters because for so long we've been uh, misrepresented or we've been, you know, the butt of the joke for a lot of the time. And my feelings was hurt. I'm butt hurt. Like, I'm going to give the rest of the series a total chance. Of course, I'm going to watch it. It has an entertainment value. I'm just saying that Fatty Patty showed up for 10 minutes in season one. I don't know if she'll gain the weight and be back. I don't know if there's going to be some wonderful moment where she's just like, I accept myself the way I am. Or my relationship with food has changed and I am living a wonderful life now in which I can, uh, in which I can control myself, in which I can find positive outlets for my emotional distress, you know, in which I am fixing my relationships with people and my relationships with food and finding ways to dress my body appropriately, I might add. And uh, I think that would make a really great show that may not always be it. I love Shrill. I would love to do a blurb on Shrill later. I love the fashions in Shrill. They're beautiful. They dress 
uh, Annie, I guess the main character is Annie, so well. What I love about her is that she can be completely irresponsible at times. She loves to have fun. She has great friends. She just, she's living life unashamed, unabashedly. And it's not all about her weight. Like, she lives in this body. She has a political stance and political views on it. She's a great writer. But she's also just living life in her body. And it doesn't focus on her weight. You know, it doesn't focus solely on it. It seems like it's everyone else that has the issue. And they're just living in a world of people who feel like you're too big to fit within that world. And she's just fighting off naysayers just for the right to live unabashedly. And it's beautiful. And if you haven't seen Shrilla on Hulu, you should definitely check it out. For me personally, I don't get sponsors. I just come online and I talk because it's what I do very well. I like reaching out to individuals. And I definitely knew that when I first discovered podcasts, they were a great way for me to realize that there are people that are very much like me, you know, around the world. You know, to certain Facebook groups that I'm into, as well as friends that I've come to know. But podcasts in my earlier years, when I first started um, college, that was real good. I would listen to people doing the OA meetings. I would listen to talk shows similar to this one. I would come to know the individuals, the hosts, the guests, what they were talking about. And sometimes when you think that you don't have anything creative or new to contribute, you might be surprised to see what kind of audience that you do attract, what kind of individuals will say, you know, hey, me too. And this is how I feel about Insatiable. That's how I feel about Shrill. And I am someone who enjoys a good Hulu and Netflix. And sometimes it's going to be about shows that I watch. You know, we're all bombarded by media. It is part of our everyday, you know, it informs a lot of the, the trends, to be honest, you know, it reflects a lot of the culture and you know we're living in it we're steeped in it so either which way i'm gonna go off um well i've already gone off but i am going to sign off for today i'd like to thank you all so very much for listening take care be safe out there thank you thank you thank you so much goodbye have a good one